You're listening to Time to Teach Podcast, where every shared experience is a life lesson learned. Let's get started. Bonus episode alert. I am looking to make sure that I release something on my birthday every year because I didn't realize how effective my birthday episode from last year, 2020, was and what it means to me right now in 2021. Listening to that episode, I'm like, girl, you are amazing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please, please, please go back and listen to the happy birthday to me episode. And I kind of encouraged myself at the end, which hopefully it encouraged others. Even though I was talking to myself, I'm smiling and crying all at the same time because 2021, uh, well, since my last birthday, so much has happened. I can tell you I was so naive that I look at it now And things that I prepared myself to ask for, set my intentions, things of that nature, it was too small. I learned the importance of journaling. When you wake up needing to write a single word or a sentence, something about your dream or how you feel, something, get up and write. And I was doing that every day consistently for like... 90 days. The way that I was writing went from how I felt to what I desired, and it kept just going back and forth. And what I learned was the term shadow work. I started implementing that, where you look at the, people call it the dark side. And many of you who listen to my episode, you're going to... Um, make assumptions while I speak. And what I'm going to ask you to do for this episode for my birthday as a gift, listen to the entire episode and understand what I'm saying. Shadow work is when you look at the things that negatively impacted you and how to heal from it. Healing from those negative things that impacted you requires that you look at that same situation and also look at the positive aspect of it. Many of us are looking at childhood memories, the I wish, the I could'ves, and then you go straight into adulthood and you notice repeating habits, why things are the way they are, why do they happen the way they happen, and then eventually you're going to say no more. Um, In most cases, when you're going to church, you may call it breaking generational curses, um, breaking of soul ties. There's so many uh, religious terms behind it. But at the end of the day, you are healing yourself. One of the main things that I learned was that I am a creation who creates. God created me to be a little G.O.D. And I no longer accept that whatever happens just happens. I just go with the flow. And I learned that when you wake up and just go with the day, 
you do yourself a disservice. When you wake up with no plan, you are a God with no plan. So imagine when you go on your knees and you pray to your heavenly father and he doesn't have a plan for you. That doesn't even sound right because that's not scripture. He says, I have a plan for you. But could you imagine if he didn't? Could you imagine that he created you and then you just walk all willy-nilly all over the earth? You go through what you go through with no purpose, nothing behind it? Well, what about you? How much more you? You are a creation that creates. You create your reality. That's what I was learning this year. In creating your reality, one of the first things you have to do is set your boundaries. And I had to learn how to do that. Setting boundaries is not simply, oh, I won't do this and I won't do that. It's also not accepting this and not accepting that. A lot of who I am is formed and shaped in what I accept and what I don't accept. And I realized I accepted so much negativity into my life that the cleanup all year has been, (laughs) I don't know even what to call the emotion I feel when I think of it. It was necessary, but it was definitely hard work. Imagine being someone everyone can talk to, but you don't have anyone you can talk to. Imagine being a really good friend, but you realize it's not reciprocated in the way that you believe it should be reciprocated. Imagine you want it to be reciprocated, but you don't know how. That was me. I was a friend the best way that I could possibly be, you know, making phone calls and answering the phone and checking up on people, sending random texts and random I loves you's. And, you know, if somebody has a problem, you answer the phone and you be a listening ear and you try to be what they expect of you. You know, if you are part of a family with siblings and um, parents that are still alive and You know, all of that, you got to be whatever that title is, a brother, a sister. You know, if you're the eldest, as many of you know, my mom had five children. I am the second oldest, but I am the oldest girl. And part of being the oldest girl, you don't have that support system in a sense of who can you fall on if you make a mistake. You won't allow yourself to make a mistake so much so where you need someone to lean on. And that can be a lot of pressure. It sounds like I'm going in a circle, but I'm getting to the point. I want to take my time with this podcast because it's my birthday, of course. So I want to tell you my journey for this year. And hopefully you learn from it too. And for some of you who's been around and you've only seen pieces of my journey and you made an assumption about me, This podcast, if you listen to it in its entirety, you will be able to get at least a little glimpse of what is really happening. 
So anyway, yes, I set boundaries. And part of those boundaries was I needed to take a moment and no longer get involved in whatever is happening outside of my home. It seemed like I didn't care. It seemed like I don't love you if you are one of the people that was affected by this decision. But that was not the case. And um, I realized I have to put that energy into me. Like when I would show up for people, if I hear a situation, just randomly show up, you know, I had to stop and say, no, I need to focus on my house. If it's not my kids, if it's not my husband, nine times out of 10, I'm going to hear your situation and that's where it is. I'm going to hear it, and then when you go away, I have to throw it away. I had this complex of wanting to help everyone and be there for everyone, so much so that I realized that a good portion of my life was dedicated to everyone else's dreams, literally, everyone else's dreams, and some people who can tell you for themselves that I was a support system of some kind. I was there for them of some kind. Something as simple as listening to my podcast. I am shocked by how not even a simple share my podcast has occurred. Some of you are, so please, it's not you. I'm talking specifically about those that I have directly impacted, showed up, showed out, And not even a, hey girl, I listen to your podcast, you are the bomb, or girl, here's some whatever, or here's this connection, whatever. Like, I'm shocked because my podcast is free. (laughs) My podcast is free. You can listen, you can subscribe, you can subscribe and never listen. However, it's free. And it's typically in these free moments where you'll find out where your support is. This is just my experience. And I had to find a way to be okay with that because the point of it all was learning how to show up for myself. So (laughs) for those of you who follow me on TikTok, by the way, just like TikTok, I will put whatever energy I have into my videos and my podcast, and I will watch it over and over. (laughs) I will watch it over and over for myself. And my views, I don't know if it goes up, but I laugh at my own TikTok videos. I crack up. And when it comes to my podcast, I will put that sucker on replay and listen to myself and listen to my journey. And I would learn and grow from it. How many people can say they do that? So for those of you who are out there, you're focusing on your dreams, listen, you need to show up for yourself. You got to do it first. If you're looking for others to do it, a lot of your business is going to be less than 100% because you're looking for someone else to do it. You got to do it. Now, in regards to things that have manifested for me, part of my spiritual journey Yes, I did the shadow work and realized some of the things that I need to work on. But as you heal, you align yourself with the things that you desire and you pray for. 
I wanted $8,000. And prior to the year ended, um, a check showed up, literally December 31st. I ran to my husband. I gave it to him. I said, baby, there's a check in there. The envelope was pretty much blank. Like, it barely, it barely, like, there was a return address, his name on there, all white. That's it. And he's like, how do you know that? I said, baby, I just feel it. I'm jumping up and down at this point. He opens it, and rest assured, it was a check. And that check was from a company that we did business with in 2006. And they said, hey, we made a mistake. We realized we owe you some money. And they sent us a check. And I was like, how in the world did, first of all, how did you find us? Because we are no longer in the same county where we did business with this company. Anyway, the point is it came to pass and it motivated me so much so I was like oh my god I could manifest so much more so when we did the vision board party for 2021 of course I was one of the speakers and I was explaining to them what manifested for me and yes I did the math and I did receive what after the check came in and I checked all the accounts that we have it came up to over $8,000 of money that we did not need to touch for bills or anything. It wasn't from income. It was just out, outside sources. So like, for example, if my husband would do a gig for whatever reason, everyone was just giving over. This year for 2021, I printed out a Time to Teach podcast check and I put $50,000 on there. And my intention, I want $50,000 that is not from my income The year is not even over yet, you guys. And I have received that and then some. Like, we're supposed to be struggling because we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're not. If I really sit down and think about in my home, we're okay. We're fine. Like, there's no reason for me to cry and say, oh my God, I'm struggling. Granted, I have. But I get a wake-up call and I get a... No, Tiffany, you're not struggling. There's people out there who can't even get food on the table. And honestly, I'm in a place where I can just tell you I am grateful. I've also have shifted spiritually. Um, my spiritual journey took me to a place where I really had, had to, and still is, searching for God for myself. No middleman. Going to church, I'm not saying is your middleman, but there was a lot of clouded judgment on my part. For example, I didn't realize how I was going to church and I felt like my prayers was not enough. Like I needed the leaders and other people to pray for me for God to really hear me. And you don't realize it at first, but your attendance started to equate to how God is going to show up for you in your life. And then at some point, whatever the leaders or whoever is preaching on that service, whatever they say, if I was being, let me be honest, 
I never went home and looked at the scriptures for myself and interpreted for myself, you know. Instead, I just took their word as bond. And then before you know it, you're just repeating what the preacher said. And even though they would tell you, go home, study it for yourself. I'm pretty sure it was clear. Nobody did that. It it was very clear that people went home and they were trying to find peace. So let me speak for myself. I was trying to find peace. I would go to church and I would sit there and I would listen. And then I'm thinking about things that I have to do because I had a leadership position at the time, you know, make sure this is done. Make sure that is done. It's a full-fledged business. Anyone who tells you that church is not a business, I'm sorry. Yes, it is. The government has organized it to be so. If you are thinking it should only be a place of worship and it's not a business, that is ignorant thinking. It is a business. You still have to make sure if there's a location, you got to pay the rent. You got to make sure the, the lights are on, water is running. Can you imagine someone walking through the doors, they faithfully give their tithes, and then the lights are off? They would be like, excuse me, why the lights are off? Why is the AC not working? Why is it not clean in here? I'm sorry, we've that, that's just what it is. And it requires some kind of business sense for you to operate a church. So for the leaders out there, I commend you for doing the best you can with what you can. And I also commend you for those who are not taking advantage of the people. You're really trying to reach the souls and and get them to a place of peace. But at the same time, I also want to let you know, they actually are looking for a place of sanctuary. For me, that's deeply what I wanted. I thought I signed up for a community where, you know, if I'm in the hospital, that community shows up for me. If You know, I have a bad month and my lights get turned off or my water gets turned off. That community shows up and they make it happen. And honestly, in little things, I seen it. But in the things that really mattered to me, I just didn't see it happening. For the most part, it was just, again, there was no boundaries set. I allowed these things to happen to me. I got so lost in the growth process of trying to build another person's dream, I didn't build mine. And now I'm beating myself up because I'm like, why aren't you doing this? I'm trying to speed up the process of growth. I gave eight to ten years of my life to help build something that is not my own. Can you imagine waking up and realizing a chunk of your life, since I'm 37, that is at least a third of my life dedicated to something that is not my own? It's heartbreaking. What's even more heartbreaking about it is 
when you see me, or I assumed when people see me, if they see that I'm hurting, or they see that I'm pulling back, or they see that I'm not doing so well, or spiritually I'm crying for help, I expected someone to show up. And when they didn't, I automatically assumed that they're like, oh, well, you didn't call me, so I'm not calling you. Things just went along. So this year, from family, from friends, regardless of whatever was going on, I did not step in and help. I couldn't. I am and still going through the cleanup of putting everyone first. Everyone. Everyone meant something. But I didn't mean anything. Like, look how long of a break I took for my podcast to come back. Because I was trying to recover. I was trying to find strength. Some people, literally, they were like, Tiffany, when's the next episode coming out? And to the 12 people that I always like in my podcast and sharing it, y'all want anything from the gas station? (laughs) But seriously, for those of you who listen to my podcast, I thank you. Because someone helped me realize this podcast is healing me as well. Because I get to speak and get it off my chest. And help at the same time without being directly involved with you. Spiritually, I'm seeking God for myself with no boundaries. With that being said, any religious doctrine or whatever your interpretations of the Bible is, no, I'm in a season where I'm not receiving it. It's not because I don't believe in God. I do. But I'm no longer trusting the God in you more than the God that's in me. Let me repeat that. I do believe in God. But I'm no longer trusting the God in you more than the God in me. No more of that God told me to tell you. But. If God did not say this to me directly, I don't believe you. It's not to offend you in saying, God, don't talk to you. I believe he does. But when I look at you and God is releasing information to you about me, meanwhile, I'm like, did he skip over your mess? Because, sweetheart, he's not skipping over my mess to give me a message for you. So how in the world is he skipping over yours to give a message to me? I know that sounds cold, but I'm not trying to be cold. I'm trying to be as authentic as I possibly can with all sincerity and love towards you. So many people are out here not knowing who they are. Getting to know Tiffany... (laughs) Is a journey, guys. I am something else. I love to be goofy. And I love to be serious. I also love listening to conspiracy theories. And I love finding out that some of those are true. I watch all movies. I stay away from, like, really dark, killing spree type movies because that's just not me. 
But I am a Marvel fan. Some of you have not known that about me. But yes, while going to church, if Black Panther came out in the movie theaters, if I had to choose between church and going to go see that Black Panther movie, I could tell you right now, that's what I did. I did not go to church because I went to the movie theaters on opening night to see Black Panther. And if it was not for a pandemic, I would have done that (laughs) the entire time. My husband and I, um, we are also consistently, since we got together, Transformers, every time they came out in the theater, we went to the theaters and watched it. And if it happened on a church night, we were at the movie theaters on a date night. And granted, we didn't care. We had to come to a place where we decided that everything that we make a decision about, anyone who begins to question our decision that had to do with our marriage or our family, we no longer accepted the advice. We didn't listen because we needed, somebody needed to protect us. (laughs) Who's going to protect us? Why do someone have more say-so in your marriage, in your family, than you do? Remember, I am a creation that creates. The God in me is no bigger than the God in you, and vice versa. And now that I treat you accordingly, we don't speak, and I don't care. For my birthday, I decided to record this episode to speak to anyone who's listening right now. You deserve greatness. There's no amount of, I guess, guilt that you feel or shame that you feel for the things you have done or things that you have thought about. How many times are you going to fall on your knees and feel guilty about the life and decisions that you made? I did not experience true change within myself until I stepped away from everyone, everything, every place that had control over me. It's not that I am disobedient. It's not that... I've taken on six more demons or seven more demons, as the scriptures so say. I didn't backslide. The meaning of words. I wish we as a people would at least take a stance on finding out the true meaning of words. Not what you think it means, but find out the meaning of a word. Many people assume when you walk away from a church, that's backsliding. It's not. Within your heart, did you walk away from God? Or did you walk away from an institution? Walking away from an institution is not the same as no longer believing in God. So imagine that spiritual battle. Walking away from an institution and I just needed to focus on me. And nobody else has a say-so or an influence of otherwise. So, yeah, 
Everyone else heals in the way that they need to heal. For me, I'm not joining another institution. I'm not going to an institution. I want to know, can God speak to me about me, to me, and only me? And then, if need to, if he says within me, Tiffany, go here and seek that knowledge and seek that form of wisdom and seek that spiritual growth, I will go. But some people are offended by the fact that if you have a word for me, if you dreamt about me, if you had an intuition about me, I genuinely don't give a damn. Sorry if that hurts you. But right now, I am in a place in my life where I think God wants to talk to you about you. And he's been talking to me about me. I know I got an attitude, but I've been working on my attitude. I know I have self-destructive behaviors and I'm working on those self-destructive behaviors. I don't need you to tell me what God is doing in my life when he clearly is not telling you what he's doing in your life. Many people are standing up telling testimonies, but they're not testifying about the fact that they know they hurt people, they destroyed lives, and they have a hard time going and apologizing. And I'm not talking about forgive me for anything that I have done for you. Nah, I'm talking about the kind of apology where you say, hey, sis, I'm sorry I talked behind your back like a dog and not understand your situation. I'm talking about that kind of apology. And if you are not there, sweetheart, keep your hands to yourself. Don't do no laying of hands. This is some spiritual advice. I hope you take that I'm taking for myself. Don't lay no hands on nobody. And when you pray for people, put that same energy into yourself and truly sit back and watch God. That's what I had to do. What do I look like going on the pulpit preaching? Because I was, even in my mental mess, If I was asked to preach, I would go up there and read the scriptures and talk to the people of God, really believing it's God using me to talk to the people. And then one day I woke up and God literally showed me everything that I preached. It wasn't for them people. It was for me. I needed to learn how to pray. I needed to learn how to praise. I needed to learn how to love. The last scripture that I preached on was love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I said, people are expected to love their neighbor, but they don't love themselves. How you talk to yourself is how you talk to people. And you think you're showing love? That's not love. Because deep down inside, you beat yourself up. Sorry, let me personalize this. I was beating myself up every day, all day, every day. So when I preached, guess what my preaching was doing? Beating people up. Working on that subconscious. Acting like the spiritual plane and the mental plane are two different locations, folks. 
And if your mental plane is not aligned to look at the spiritual plane, you will be off in the physical plane. Let me say that again. If your mental plane is not properly aligned to look at the spiritual plane, your physical plane is going to show what you've been going through. And my physical plane, folks, was chaos. My mental plane was confusion. So when I got to the spiritual, of course I'm questioning God. Of course I don't believe the things that I'm praying for and God will do it. Can you imagine going 10 years and not a single pregnancy and you say within yourself, you're barren? That is horrible. And then now when I look at that situation, I realize God loves me. He was trying to give me a break between my childhood and becoming a parent because there was a lot to learn before I passed some traumas to my kids. You could love your children and pass on trauma. I'll give you something simple. Do you have a fear of heights? If you said yes to that, which one of your kids have a fear of heights? And they've never been in a situation where they needed to be afraid of heights. Teach your children in the way that they should go. You can't teach them when you have a mental illness, mental disorder, and then you're like, oh, I'm speaking over it. No, go get a therapist. Because I went to see a therapist and they said, Tiffany, I see a mild case of depression, anxiety. Now that I know what, you know, scientifically what they believe it is, now I know how to address it. Like, okay, anxiety. What is anxiety? What is depression? What is this? What is that? Do you know how many of us are praying over healing and asking God for healing? But you generalize it. You don't even know what you're asking for. Oh, my stomach hurt. (laughs) God, please heal me because God is a healer. He is all those things. But ignorance is killing his people. My people perish because of lack of knowledge. Instead of going and facing the issue head on, you generalize and say, he's a healer. Meanwhile, he's like, girl, go drink this tea so that way you can get better. Homie, go eat fresh fruits and vegetables and you won't have to be praying for healing. Because I literally gave you food to heal the body. We hear this in church all the time, but I just didn't take it seriously until I realized my spiritual journey was all mixed into my mental journey, which then confused my physical journey. So, this year turning 37, (laughs) this is a long podcast, oh my God, and you're going to get all of it. Take a break, you might need a break, but I'm going to keep talking. But I realized I was all over the place, folks, and not a person to call on. It, it's, it's like, it feels like I have nobody to call on. But even with my husband, I don't want to bury him with all of my sorrows and complaints. Because we do that. We tell somebody else our problem, and we offload some of that energy, and we leave it with them. And now they're carrying 
our baggage and theirs. Take a moment to deal with it yourself. That's what I'm doing. And in turn, yes, I'm not in the perfect place. But I'm definitely at a peaceful one. I'm sorry. Some of you this year were hurt by me. For whatever the reason is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry because I know you want me to show up in a way that proves how much I love you. And I'm sorry that we were in a place where we believed that was okay. Butterflies are not born butterflies. They go through a process and it requires change. And we have to be okay with the change. We have to be okay with, in order for me to love you in a healthy way, I need to be healthy. And in order for me to be healthy, I need to deal with and clean up my own house, my own physical house, work on my house. So, it could sound selfish, but that's not my intent. But I need to work on me. Um, Within the last year, I have tattoos and intend to get more. Piercings, I intend to get some. My look, my style, my vibe, my energy, those things are shifting. And you may even look at me and say, girl, you done got caught up with the devil and whatever. You're projecting your hurts on me. Oh, Tiffany, you know, you're this and you're that. Yes, I am. I'm also in the stage of, I want you to know, everything you said, for those of you who said something about me, or my transition, or the way that I look, or how I'm different, or whatever the case may be, it's okay. I'm supposed to change. Whatever prayer you have for me, just know I'm over here canceling them, because the goal is for me to find God the best way I can with what I can, right? But I realize a lot of us are praying for the journey for people. You're praying my journey looks like a certain way. I have to cancel that. My journey will be whatever it needs to be to get me to where I'm going. And part of that was accepting the fact that You don't have a heaven or a hell to put me in. But the God in me, I'm learning to trust him in a way where you will look at me and say, Tiffany, you're going to hell. And I can look right back at you and say, is that where you're going? Is that where you put yourself? Do you believe that God is going to put you there because of whatever you got going on on the inside of you? So now for my uh, conversation to myself, Tiffany, this is the 2021 turning 37 Tiffany talking to you. And I know next year you're going to listen to this. So in 2022, (laughs) I know you got this. But here's something for you to pay attention to, Tiffany. You feel like you're struggling. You're not. Don't do that thing where you generalize things again. 
If you are hurting, say why you're hurt. If you are angry, say why you are angry. But regardless of what anybody else is saying, your blessings still came when you felt like you wasn't even worthy of it. And you spent this time figuring out how to be worthy and accepting of yourself. No matter what you decide to do. You're learning to love the part of you that you've tried so long to hide. Because you felt like it was dirty and disgusting and shameful and guilty. Girl. Here it is again. In 2021, you got to tell yourself, you're amazing. The God in you knows what he's doing. He flows through you. He speaks through you. And you're learning to trust him. You don't have to prove to nobody who you serve, how you serve, how you pray, how you praise Humans are not supposed to be in between you and God. And that includes your flesh. Continue to work on your mental and spiritual plane. Continue to grow however you see fit. Because what you believe is just your mere conscience. It's not. God has been whispering in your ear since you were a child. And as you got older, people were overriding his voice. You now understand. He said, my children, my people, they know my voice. And a stranger they will not follow. What you're learning is those strangers were dressed up. As family, friends, preachers, teachers, prophets, whatever fancy title and a gift that they have, that was a stranger you followed. And the moment you really followed God's voice, notice that is the moment you were called everything but a child of God. Notice that is when you were called evil, backslider, demon. Those are the names that you're called because you no longer follow the stranger's voice. It's okay. Now you understand the narrow path. Because those who are walking on a narrow path, do you know how hard it is to be on a straight line with a crowd of people around you going in one direction? You know, even the Bible tells you that God was chasing after the one that was 99. One of them went to walking away. And he went after that one. Can you imagine that, Tiffany? What do you think that transit? You don't think the other sheep 
looked at the one like, you crazy. You going over there? And then they'll say, oh, well, the shepherd had to break their legs and carry them back so that way they know not to go over there again. You can look at it in that way. But Tiffany, remember this revelation. The point is, he came and paid special attention to you when you walked away. And the breaking of legs, that's the journey. Sometimes things will break. Sometimes things will not go your way. Sometimes things will not be so comforting. And it's okay. Because when it's not so comforting, the shepherd will carry you. And guess what? Even while the shepherd is walking back to the 99, he's still got to carry you the rest of the way because your legs are broken. He got to pay special attention to you and cater to you and speak to you and encourage you. And guess what? He's not going to use the other sheep to do it. Happy birthday, Tiffany. Thank you for tuning in to the Time to Teach podcast. If you are interested in becoming one of our classmates, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram.